0: Welcome in to Season 3, Episode 15 of the 126 Podcast. That's a lot of numbers, but we are here today for a very special episode. We have members of the Forney ISD Police Department here, so let's get into it. Coach O, Coach Weaver, I'm Addison. How y'all doing?
1: You're doing really, really good.
0: Yeah, on your best behavior today.
2: Well, yeah, this is, uh, you know, we've got a lot of blue shirts at the table. It's a little intimidating. Yeah. All the badges are kind of flashing in my eyes.
0: That's true. I should (laughs) have grabbed my, I have a prop badge in here for our our filming that we do. Um, That's from Stranger Things. It's pretty sweet. I should have. I should have worn mine. You should have. would have been the only time I could fit in.
2: You could have been a member of the crowd here. I right? could have. This is the safest place in, in Forney, Texas today, mm-hmm. the, the podcast room.
0: I do feel very safe. I actually think that we should – we should, uh, we're getting pretty popular. I think we yeah. need a we need a police presence at every episode <laughs> just to keep the fans from busting yeah. the door down.
2: Yeah, it's a good thing we're on the second floor of the administration mm-hmm.
1: building. Well, I felt pretty important because I was walking with a couple of the guys, and I was like, so this is what it feels like to have security. There you go. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know. Well, I did tell our coaches this this week. This is a special Christmas episode, and it's unique. Uh, We've done beyond segments before. Mm -hmm. Usually we're talking to coaches and kids, um, something directly related to athletics. But every now and then we have a beyond with someone who brings something to the table in in 40 ISD athletics that's not competition or participation on the court. And um, all of them are special. All of them Mm -hmm. are unique. But this is a really cool one because... Uh, we haven't got had an opportunity to speak to these guys before right and um
0: is it cool enough to hit the beyond soundbite
2: well i yeah i guess it could my mama always said game day is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna (laughs) get
1: coach that just never gets old well
2: i know and uh
1: one it thing sounds like
2: <laughs> it's eighty years old. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of strange looks from the uh, police officers over here. I can tell you that. Um, anyway, That's, we we appreciate what you guys do beyond the game, and uh, we're going to get into that some today. Should yes, be
0: fun. we are. But first, we have to we have to mess with our sound bank. That's what we have to do. <laughs> so I can hit this. And I'm going to leave that in there for, for our guests. We're going to put them, uh, you As know. you
3: should.
1: Yeah. yeah. They can be I don't know if you moment. guys hear in the yeah. background. There's a walkie talkie going off here. Yeah. Yeah. One of our yeah. guys.
2: Busy world, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Well, okay. So, we're all about good cheer and happy holiday vibes on the 126. You guys know that. We like to have fun on this, on this episode. And I'm excited because this is our Christmas special. Um, so, we're going to have some fun with our police force. But I would be remiss... If I did not begin a police episode uh, by taking a moment to express um, our condolences, our departmental condolences, and um, just share our prayers with the family of Officer Houston uh, from the Mesquite Police Force. He's, his family is a Forney family. Um, as you all know, he was killed in the line of duty uh, just this last week, and, and his family his wife is a teacher in our school district. Uh, his oldest daughter, Shelby, graduated from our school district. He's got a daughter, Hannah, that's a freshman at Forney High. I believe she's in the band. And son, Lucas, is a seventh grader at Warren. Coach Adam Young down there at Warren reports that uh, he's a great, great young man. He's on the seventh grade 18 football team and um, wanted wanted us to share their condolences as well. But <clears throat> here's what I wanted to say is if – If you didn't have an opportunity to see Shelby's remarks at uh, Officer Houston's memorial service, it's online, it's posted online, you need to go do that. Um, He was obviously a fine officer, an outstanding member of our community, but in watching that, I couldn't imagine a more poignant or powerful um, testimony to a dad, to parents, um, and the legacy that they can instill in their children. Then the perspective that Shelby shared, I thought it was very powerful. And it certainly reminded me of the perspective that we should all aspire to this holiday season. And um, anyway, I wanted to share that. You, you sh- I would encourage everyone to go out and, and hear that and uh, and be moved by it, as I'm sure you will be. That said... Um, We also need to show our respect to to all these gentlemen and ladies uh, in blue that go work their butts off to bring order to our world, and and it is often a regularly disordered world these days. We know that. Um, They make our quality of life better. Uh, You better believe it. And I I know they make our quality of athletic events better. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into some of that today, Uh, but I sure appreciate it. And so we're going to have some fun with with our officers today. That's the perspective we also got to keep you know, uh, to have fun in life and enjoy things like mm-hmm. we try to do on the 126. I'm sure Coach O will be able to help with that in just a moment when we get to her segment. But um, just wanted to start that off and saying I appreciate you guys. I know what you do is extremely important in our school district and in our community. And uh, I've been looking forward to this because it's also an opportunity for us to thank you. Mm-hmm. For sure. Couldn't,
0: couldn't have said it any better. Um, so that was a, an awesome week.
4: Thank you, Coach.
2: You bet, Chief.
0: Um, so without further ado, let's go over to Coach O.
1: Well, all right. So in honor of ho-ho with the Popo, <laughs> the subject spotlight today is going to be donuts. Okay. Well, how about it? <laughs> I'm shocked. Is that a stereotype? <laughs> is that allowed? I like donuts. I'm not how a cop. Have we we've, talked? We've talked about donuts
2: before. but We, have we haven't talk.
1: talked about donuts with them.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, we've talked about donuts before. We know it's a universal thing, but, uh, you know.
1: We know that, I mean, I
2: don't know, cops like donuts. That's what That's I what hear. I see on TV. Everybody right. likes donuts. I guess we can clarify that today and find out for sure. Yeah. Chief? So do you have a preference, a yeah. favorite? Uh, a is favorite, this true? Is this stereotype a real? A donut the shop?
4: The stereotype is is definitely something that everybody Strives not to uh, to further <laughs> in our profession, but if you if you go you know sw- so, uh, the old fashioned sour cream that's got to be my favorite one. Okay, then I pull away from the table after one.
1: So now hold on. So glazed or unglazed?
5: Unglazed.
4: Okay.
0: Oh,
1: so you know I'm a donut connoisseur I as well.
0: Yeah,
5: so yeah,
2: I know you are. Yeah, well, we're oh,
5: I know you had not known me a whole long time, but I know Mr. Weaver has.
2: Yes, Officer Martin, I have. I'm I've more seen of, you eat a donut or two in my day. I've been known to eat a donut, but
5: <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a biscuit and gravy man. Oh, oh there You okay. can't tell. You know, I didn't get like this from eating donuts.
0: I actually really like that. <laughs> I love that answer. Oh, he's Sorry, good. a quick little applause there. Round of quick applause.
1: Yeah. So now that was Kenny okay. Martin. Yeah. Kenny I mean, Martin
2: uh, is a, I, what kind of, what kind of gravy? Uh, just Saucy any cream. kind of gravy you have. I, I <laughs> like
4: that kind of gravy. Uh, uh, as long as you put it on biscuits, and Mama tells me that I'm all right.
1: Oh, <laughs> we gotta let him off the hook and not Didn't give us just a donut choice. Everybody.
2: <laughs>
1: <That was> oh, <gonna laughs> we letting Martin Martin off the hook without giving us a donut choice. Right, that was well, my I think
2: biscuits. I mean, I you know it's yeah. a, It's all in the bread group. Right. Okay, it's in right. the bread family. Okay, chocolate eclair. There you go. Okay. Filling
1: or no filling? Because I like a chocolate eclair with no filling. Hey, can you tell he's
2: really trying to enunciate carefully now so you don't (laughs) make fun of him? I I really, uh, apparently I
5: sound like uh, Ross Perot. (laughs) uh, I was going to say Roscoe P. Coltrane. That too. That too. Little Barney Fife tied in there. I got my bullet. Oh, wait Jimmy's got it. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) like I said, chocolate eclair with the filling. Okay. Okay.
3: I've got to say, if y'all haven't been uh, to the whole thing, right across the street from Forney High School and had one of their bacon maple glazed donuts, they are top notch. Okay. This this is donut the man i
2: heard that. This is the man that's furthering the stereotype. You can <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But
3: you put bacon on anything, and yeah. I'm probably going to eat
1: it. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> that was Officer Parton right there.
3: Hi, right, guys. It's Officer
6: Williams up. So... I've always heard about that before I became a police officer. <laughs> and, you know, now that I am an officer, I, I can't say if that's true or not true. If I have time, though, I definitely grab a glazed donut and I'm good to go. Okay, all right, glazed.
1: Okay, Krispy yeah. Kreme glazed or Shipley's glazed? Because you know that's there's a difference there. I try both. <laughs> I okay. would try both. Yeah. All right. Have you
4: seen him? He's so he's so built. He's. <laughs> He's probably I, the most handsome officer I've ever well, seen. Well, let me in say this. So His before physicality I, is unbelievable, matched to none. Oh, well, this before man Officer is a beautiful speaks. specimen. Let, let me just specimen. say this. Let me say this. He's Williams Smith's twin, <laughs> twin <laughs> brother, man. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this guy? I,
0: did, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> oh, I'm glad a, you said well, it. Well, well, he's like, a beautiful
1: man. I've heard that before. No, that was you. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't him. Okay. I
7: I can't agree with Williams because, you know, Williams is. The fit police, so he can lead into the stereotype. But <laughs> I'm a former college linebacker, and I have dad by it also. So I don't prefer donuts, but you'll catch me with some holes every now and okay. and then. There, you okay. look, there you go. You know, I can yeah. look and dip one <laughs> yeah. in. Shaq, you're, you're,
4: yeah. you're from Louisiana. Donut holes. Beignets? Benet, oh,
7: I'm Beignets.
1: Benet, huh? <laughs> Eric Beignet? <laughs> no, Beignets.
7: I, I had two bags. Two bags for... For the Thanksgiving holiday I got you.
1: There you go. Those beignets They're mm-hmm. pretty good though
0: I was curious about the stereotype Because I feel like I, If I was a police officer I'd be so scared to ever be caught Eating a donut Which is just a shame Everybody else can eat a donut And not have to worry about it at all But Y'all gotta look over your shoulders To eat a donut It's
4: like a Simpsons Just a Simpsons series story <laughs> yeah. It just furthers the whole stereotype
0: well, Can we get a reminder Of what y'all's favorite donuts are? Because I? I don't think we we talked Spend about like places to get donuts. We didn't talk about yeah. what kind of donut you want.
2: Yeah. Okay. I've got a couple. Yeah. I I do have one. When you know I'll I'll tell. I mean I don't. If I was a police officer, I would uh, embrace the stereotype because I do <laughs> I do enjoy donuts. I do it right now. <clears throat> we bring them to coaches' meetings sometimes. You know, on rare occasion. Uh but if I have a nice spread of donuts, uh-huh. so what I'm saying is, what if, are you going for? I've never met a donut I didn't like, but. I'm gonna pull that uh, blueberry cake. That that I blueberry. I knew you are gonna there give. Go. There we go. That blueberry donut, and there's only <laughs> one. There's always only one in the assortment, yes, so you, right. gotta you got to get there quick. You've Got to. Because somebody, some other blueberry person is gonna yeah. get there before you do. But if you mm-hmm, get sure. there quick, it's good.
5: Hey Weaver. Yes, sir. Does Taco Cabana sell donuts?
2: Uh, not that I'm aware of, but where are you going? I was with under this? the
5: impression because. Every day he's gonna get a taco.
2: Oh, that's bueno. Bueno, uh, yeah. taco bueno. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm a corrected. taco bueno drive. Every day. Well, I yeah. thought
1: you were a burrito guy.
2: I do like the bueno burrito. This is we're <laughs> yeah. going off on a tangent as we do pretty regularly. Um,
0: so we need to somehow combine the
2: donut after and the, the game. You know, for you. I'll be standing there, with Officer Martin, watching the ball game, and it gets to about third quarter, and I'm like, oh man, it's taco time. It's time to go through the drive thru at Taco Bueno. So. <laughs> Not <laughs> nothing to do with donuts. Nothing that. at all. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So mine was a blueberry cake as well, but I also like a glaze twist. Just a plain glaze twist, but I have to warm it up in the microwave. Put a little butter on it. Yeah, that's how we do it in the country.
0: No, the butter. Yeah, that's a game changer when you start doing that. Yeah. The. Also, I think the you talked about warming up in the microwave those little apple fritters. Totally different when they're hot. Than whenever they're room temperature. Just, when yeah. they're room temperature, they're one of the weakest donuts in there. But whenever they're hot, they're like top tier. And then I
1: have to eat it with a fork, though. You can't because yeah. you can't you no, can't you, hold it. No, yeah, because it gets kind of soft, real soft. Yeah, there's no doubt.
0: Still, I have to shout out. Sorry, Forney family, the best donut place around is, is it Crandall.
1: open? No, is the one open by North Forney?
0: It's just a sign. It's not the same people. Oh, well, I don't think it is. What's I haven't have confirmed Donut Supreme.
2: Donut Supreme. Yep. Yeah. Every time yeah. we've talked um as you The guys Supreme said, Donut. We've talked about done. donuts before on the one two six and uh Addison is a donut supreme. <coughs> I hate to say this, but it's in Crandall. <laughs> but he likes Donut Supreme over Just there. their glazed in, donuts. In a neighboring town, not not a local donut. Yeah. We we prefer to it's support our local
0: semi-local. businesses. It's okay, I slowly. I will say that I go to Donut Palace more than I go to Donut Supreme because it's right down the street.
1: Yeah. Well what's the, the donut the shop place. over there by um Jackson by the cleaners. What's that one?
2: Uh, Man, that's new for me. I don't know. I think it. it's a good question. Well, that's a, I, I, that one's yeah. good. That's the one I probably frequent. Yeah, I, I don't prefer that sign. one. It's just donuts. Just I know. donuts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it, it probably does. has a name. Yeah. It's got to yeah. have a name. Supreme, extreme. Um, There's a lot of palaces around. Palaces. Yeah, Donut I mean.
1: shop by the cleaners. That's its name for yeah. me. Donut-
2: well, I think we had more fun with that topic than you guys yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, sorry if y'all were – they were probably like, when are they going to get to the donuts thing? And right out of the gate, we hit the donuts thing. So now we're going to kind of jump in. We're This is a very informal episode. We kind of just wanted the opportunity to talk to y'all and get to know you and like Coach Weaver said to say thank you, ask some goofy questions and stuff. So real quick, I just kind of wanted to know – I know the Forney ISD Police Department is a pretty new thing to the district and it's been kind of restructured or whatever. Y'all can talk about that. But um, how long have y'all been – in Forney?
3: I think Officer Martin's been here the longest, um, but I've been here, I guess this is going on my fifth school year. I was okay. with the Sheriff's Office before we got to start our own police department. So was Officer Martin. So we've been around for for a while. I think my, mm-hmm. my first year in the district was watching the girls and the boys go all the way to state yeah. for, in softball and in baseball. Mm-hmm. That was – it was a heck of a ride that was yeah, a fun to no watch doubt. yeah we'd like to that was great to be a part of get back and do that again here pretty quick that yeah. that is a lot of fun absolutely
2: officer martin how long you been in Forney and ice isd
3: oh that's a good one
5: uh, he's going to act like he's real young you know <laughs> well i believe the 15 16 or 14 15 school okay. i think the 15 16 yeah. so i think it came in 2015 yeah i know there was a like About eight years or so, seven. seven 15, 16, I think. I was at North Forney until 2019-20, yeah. I believe, whenever the pandemic hit that year. I mm-hmm. guess, no, yeah, 19 and 20, I kind of was a rover, so I had several. There's not a campus in the district that I wasn't a part of. Yeah. Uh, and then last year, I was at Brown Middle School, and uh, this year, I'm at Warren Middle School and the uh, Forney Learning Academy. Cool. So I've been around for a while,
2: seen a lot. Yeah, no doubt. And I got to say, you know, before we go, yeah, for sure, we've changed quite a bit just in seven or eight years. Yeah, imagine the last twenty. I think Mm -hmm. that's at last count, how many I've ticked in Addison's entire life, I guess from uh, from you know birth to the to the podcast table. (laughs) But I have to say this before we go. uh, We're going to go to Officer Williams next. Talk about how long you've been here. But all of these officers. Work at our athletic events. So they have a campus that they, where they typically are housed during the day. They move around and help uh, on other campuses. But um, our listeners know we have athletic events throughout the district and at every, you know, from seventh grade on and all five secondary campuses, playoff games, so so forth and so on. So they all share in that, in that capacity. Officer Williams, how long have you been in Forney?
6: So I've been in Forney. My wife and I moved to Forney last November. Okay. Yeah, I've been with the school district since the beginning of this year, so one year. All right. Well,
7: yeah. Welcome. Yes. Good to be here. And uh, this is Officer Belson. I've been here uh, a year and about three months. And uh, I'm also a Forney resident. I, I bought a home in the area because I like – I'm from Louisiana.
2: It's the quickest way out. Yeah. living
7: in Farmer's Branch since mm-hmm. I moved to Dallas five years
2: ago. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, welcome to Forney. Yeah, we're glad to have you guys okay. for sure. Uh, is, Chief, is
0: five years long enough to become a Texan? You still... Louisville? I know
2: all the brisket
7: spots. Okay, there you go. That's the mark the, of a Texan. Yeah,
2: I think it's one of them. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's you know all movie. the best spots for brisket. There's some good ones in Forney. We don't have to go down There's, that path today. Yeah. but Chief, uh, okay, so talk to us just a little bit about this, this uh, Forney, looking at your patch on your arm here, Forney uh, ISD police force has only been in existence for a little while now, and you guys have already grown uh, from when it started up. Can you tell us, kind of, just walk us briefly through how did that startup process go? Obviously, you came in early on and helped get it going. Correct. <clears throat> Where'd well, you come from, man? Well,
4: I'm I'm uh, a Houston uh, transplant, so I came up from Houston last uh, March for the initial interview for in 2020, and our patches will show that that we're 2020, and we're always going to have at least something 2020. And it's it's not just a it's it's a reason why it's 2020s. Perfect vision, and we try to have perfect vision of what we're doing at the police department. So, forgive my slurred speech. I was at the dentist this morning. and, and Hey, we I didn't heard. notice till you brought it up. Though. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks no, I really appreciate you. And then we were talking about brisket. <laughs> I'm going to get a squirrel moment. Y'all are talking about brisket? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, And sir. you're talking about
2: other people's brisket? Who's, well, who's brisket? we haven't gotten to game night. I was going to bring that okay, up. all
1: right. I'm just a little, a little. And I didn't even get to get any of that. Shh. No
2: quiet martin put your finger down you were supposed to it's in my freezer it are supposed to be saved for
1: are you, you serious right now <laughs> <laughs> coach weaver right, i'm I'll, so disappointed
2: you know Ed, you're gonna you start so, out and we're gonna forget it coach oh this
4: is you have that npr voice it is so soothing Thank listening to, to and then having it. all this festivities here just reminds me of an snl <laughs> skit that we we, that we should it. probably should not go <laughs> now we're into not going to go there but back back to the original question 2020 was the inception year of the police department um i had the task of building a team and trying to surround uh the the district with the highest quality officer that i could possibly get and uh we went through uh at least a hundred applications to try to get the team that we build the first year and then uh, from that point on um we have been blessed with adding additional officers as the district has been asking mm-hmm. us to, to to do it every single one of them has been a home run every single i'm proud of every single one of them that works here they, they are amazing people they have kids in their heart and they have uh, you know the forney family is not just a is not just another slogan to us we we take it to school every day and their their goal is to make sure that every kid goes home and every staff member gets to go back to their family at night as well. Mm -hmm. So that's super important to us. I can let them talk and, and, you know, Coach and I were talking about this. I'm not much of the one to get in front of the mic because my role is to let them shine and they absolutely shine every single day and I'm proud that they're here.
2: They're fantastic. Awesome. Well, we see that too, right? We see it on campuses. Um, In our world, we see it regularly at athletic mm-hmm. events uh, so let's talk about those athletic events just a little bit and,
0: and for everybody out there listening some of y'all might say well i don't i don't hear that much about the police department that's a good thing yes um you know we, i talk to my kids about this all the time and in filmmaking it's true the editor i say if somebody notices your job you did something wrong and a lot of times y'all are always around but you know y'all are Y'all are, luckily, we haven't had situations where y'all are at the forefront of everything, but we do notice it, and that's why y'all are here. So what were you going to jump into?
2: Yeah, I was just going to say <clears throat> um, athletic events, right? We're in basketball season right now. We went through football. So um, as, as Chief uh, hinted, he, we feed our officers, we feed our, our stadium staff and workers every football game, and we had the, uh, the very special opportunity to have some of the best smoked brisket and pulled pork that any mm-hmm. Texan could ever want to savor. Where was I? Oh, you were in the press box, Addison. I, you know, I mean, I'm sure you had. You know, I'm up there. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we're, we're working. <laughs> There's uh, an elevator. Yeah. Well, Addison, and it goes I'm down. <laughs> he
1: apparently. But y'all has didn't tell me. If y'all told food, me, I'd be down there. My food's probably freezer burnt at this point.
2: Oh no, it tasted really good when I thought <laughs> it out. Uh, <laughs> are you kidding me right now coach weaver <laughs> <laughs> so the chief is a, is a great uh brisket man he's got a smoker i mean you know I, I don't really know goes into does competitions isn't that right i mean see these guys nodding at me so I'm what's your down.
0: preferred like wood to smoke with pecan, pecan, pecan okay says. all right
2: well anyway uh, I don't know what all he does. I don't know how he performs his magic, but he went over there on a Friday, worked all day, uh, and when we got there for the football game, it was it was exceptional. Mm-hmm. It was melt in your mouth.
1: And now you're bragging.
2: Well, you know, um, yeah. Not I, I am. We, I, already I, you know know,
1: we already know he can smoke it, yeah. but you're <laughs> bragging about eating it.
2: Yeah, it was very good. In fact, I had a plate before everybody came, and then people <laughs> went through line, and then I got in line again, and then – after the game, I had a little dessert with some more brisket. And uh and then,
3: yeah. then apparently kept Coach O's section in half yeah. well, about a week later, give or I, take?
2: Well I kept it for a couple of days. She didn't ask. I was expecting her to ask me. <laughs> she didn't know. She didn't ask. Just like me. Well, I, I didn't, really know. didn't ask for any. I, yeah. So I ate it. Well and it was really good. Chief, thanks. We really appreciate that. hmm Or I do.
0: So um I'd like to ask, y'all do all sorts of sporting events. What's your favorite sport to, to be at?
3: Mm, I don't know if I can answer that one. Um, yeah, I, on. I, will, I will say um, I've got the unique opportunity. Um, I, have a, I have a little one that goes to school here in Forney ISD. We're, we're, we're all bought in. My wife teaches in the district as well, and I've got two kids, um, my oldest of which comes over to the high school with me um, every day at the, at the end of her day. And um, she is a huge soccer fan. Her entire ambition at this point is to be a jackrabbit uh, soccer player one day and um, we don't we don't usually work scrimmages that's not it's uh, not something that we're tasked with. Um, but she happened to see online that the girl's first scrimmage was what was that uh, Friday night? Mm-hmm. Yeah so we were thing. definitely we were definitely there. Um, I had the opportunity. I think she went to every single home soccer game, girls' soccer game last year, and then went to every playoff game. Wow! Um, shagging balls for them, and it was kind of funny when they finally uh, when they finally lost that playoff. Or it was that four rounds deep last year mm-hmm. to Frisco? Yeah. semifinals, um, mm-hmm. regional semis. The the players were actually consoling Avery, who was <laughs> sobbing uncontrollably on the sideline. Uh, because her favorite team in the absolute world had, had lost. so That's pretty cool. For me, that's, that's what's same. real special is yeah. I, I don't necessarily have a favorite team to go watch, but my daughter absolutely does, yeah. and I enjoy watching her watch them. Good mm-hmm.
1: stuff. Well, she yeah. picked a good one, didn't she? Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, she sure. yeah, loves and them.
0: Yeah, they, they look good in their scrimmage the other day. I think they won 3-1. Yeah. Um, which it was, I mean, it was a scrimmage. But sometimes with football scrimmages, you know, you do, you do weird stuff with football mm-hmm. scrimmages sometimes. Yep. It yeah. was pretty much just a soccer game. I mean, they just yeah, went out there and played, and they played against uh, – it was Woodrow Wilson? Woodrow, yeah. Yeah, and they they won three one. Look good.
6: Yeah, for me, I'll have to say I love attending the football games. I'm, I've I've played football my whole life, you know, uh, starting at six years old. So I love the football games, but I've never been to a volleyball game until I until I started working here at the ISD. And let me tell you, those volleyball games are intense. Yeah, I love it. But anything sports related, I mean, I'm all yeah. for it. I, I love I love it all.
0: Yeah.
5: I mean, kind of like Officer Williams, I mean, any sport, yeah. football, uh, baseball. Baseball is a lot of fun I like to watch. Like watching the baseball. Uh, but I got to say, you know, uh, basketball, at first I was not a basketball fan until I started working in the schools. Yeah. Uh, got pretty close, pretty good friends with uh, Coach Fleming mm-hmm. uh, over at North Forney. And uh, being that we're friends, I started following a little bit. Then I started working some of the girls' basketball games. And North Florida girls was doing very well for a few years going into the playoffs. And it was just kind of neat just watching them go from freshman to sophomore and just watching how they were maturing, teamwork. I mean, it was just Coach Fleming. I mean, all coaches are great. But just watching Coach Fleming, how he conducted himself and how he – it was freaking awesome. Yeah, so that's cool. That kind of made me appreciate the game of basketball, and then I started watching it. Now, i got to be Thank honest, you. basketball's got to be number two for me behind football. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's neat. Good stuff. Officer Belson, what do you got?
7: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to go with football for 500. <laughs> um, so, football. Football is life. Um, football allows me to, you know, nothing better than seeing a 100 of your – Most disciplined students excelling. Yeah. Um, It's the game of life. It's the ultimate team sport. Um, It lets me check their temperature. That's my campus leaders. Uh, I get to see them in adversity. The game is loaded with alignment, assignment, and responsibility. Graduate high school, that's what life is.
3: Yeah, for sure.
7: Football is the ultimate sport, and I, I support my kids. I cry with them all of that. Yeah,
2: that's good. Absolutely. Yeah, you're speaking good our language. Stuff, down good here. stuff. It is good you stuff. Couldn't you know, have
7: sounded more like a
0: linebacker
2: right or, then, by the or, way, or maybe <laughs> a, or a, a football coach. Yeah, I was thinking a coach. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you well, that's you, the when that's you the retire um, from the police force, let us drop us yeah. a line. You know, we're, yeah, we're, I'm sure we can plug in as mm-hmm. linebackers coach yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, it's cool too because you, you listen to these guys talk about the sports, right? And and none of them went. You know, you got from guys that played the sport and obviously were impacted by playing it. And their experiences Uh, with a a surprise or two, you know, somebody seeing volleyball for the first time being surprised with the intensity of it. And you got Officer Martin with uh, a friendship that developed and then uh, that led to uh, a love for a sport that he didn't maybe before. Officer Parton with his own – getting to see his mm-hmm. own daughter. It all, what this all boils back down to is – and that's what's so great about sports. And we talk about this on the podcast a lot with coaches and with kids. It still all comes back down to people. This whole deal is a people business, and, and sports is, is a people developer, right? It's taking young people and, and putting great coaches,
3: positive coaches – Absolutely.
2: And all the people around them, too. You know, the officers that are there, the principals that are there, the, the, the people that are helping keep stats and the clock and the referees and this whole environment to help those kids. And I think you said this, this very eloquently, Officer Belson, to help those kids grow, to help them become better people and better mm-hmm. adults because of the experiences they go through. So uh, just an, it's neat to hear all those different perspectives. There's mm-hmm. that many persp- – I mean, there's a perspective for everybody that comes yeah. into a gym or to a stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, Chief's grabbing for the mic. That's all right. Neil, seriously, and in, in, in
4: one aspect, uh, I really appreciate what you're saying, but everyone want that walked in the door that, that interviewed for the position for a police officer in this department knew that we were educators first. Yeah. You know, we, mm-hmm. we are to keep people safe, but we are educators and mentors to those students. And it's there's a buy-in, and it takes a special person to work in – school-based law enforcement. It's, mm-hmm. it's difficult to find that person. Uh, I search long and hard to make sure that we get the right fit. And we have found the right fit. Okay. They, they are totally bought in.
2: You hit you hit something really good. Mm-hmm. And I think this, keep the mic, wait a minute, not letting you off the hook yet. Okay. So you, you're talking about the difference in regular, because everybody's but familiar so with law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's familiar with law enforcement to some extent, right? We, we've all gone uh, through the speed trap and, <laughs> you know, got pulled over. We can talk about those later if you want to. But we, we all have experiences with, with peace officers and, and law enforcement. and um, But this is different, isn't it? It's, it's a different, it's, it's the same, but it's different. It takes a special person to do what we do in
4: schools. But as far as the job goes, and you're going to see a bunch of heads nodding right now, the job is exactly the same as any other job okay. in, in law enforcement. So being a police officer in Forney ISD is just the same as being a police officer for Forney PD. And you're yeah. hearing sirens in the background. But it's the same job. It's just different, and we have to have you know a, a lot more patience with mm-hmm. w- with the the clientele that we're working with, whether it be somebody from the outside or whether it be one of our students or, a, or an upset parent that comes into one of our campuses. It's definitely it's it's it takes a special person and that connection and to be able to communicate effectively and and not go hands on. And sometimes we have difficult days where we have to cross that line and 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 get to that point but we we do our best and we uh we try our best every day to to make sure that that campus is safe um and that we move forward in the same direction and no one knows what's going to happen nobody has any idea what's going to happen uh today or tomorrow but our job and we signed up for it um and you started the podcast off with it we we signed up for this and we know what we've gotten ourselves into and our families hopefully our families have accepted that yeah. and they understand the role that we have and it's an important role
2: it is absolutely oh yeah, yeah. And without it, a doubt
0: and you did you you said you we did see a lot of you know heads nodding whenever you said it's the same was so I'll, I'll ask you officer Williams because you're right there was that something that you expected you expected it to be a lot different than you know working no. somewhere else
6: as far as, like, coming to the
0: ISD. Yeah, whenever you came to ISD, did you expect it to be as, as close as it is to working for any other police department? Or or did you expect it to be a lot different?
6: Yes, I came in with the thought set of knowing that we're going to be a family. Okay, um, now you're working with kids, which is something that I wanted to do. Being able to reach those kids, build a rapport. You know, uh, it's not all about arrest. and You know, you have to educate. You have to be able to explain to them. You know, what, if, if, if there's a criminal offense or anything, like, you have to be able to explain and educate. Because a lot of times the kids just don't know. They don't know. Mm-hmm. So you have to explain to them. So for me, you know, coming into a family like this, I mean, everyone is close. We talk to each other every day. We communicate. Uh, if there's a decision that we need to make, we communicate about that decision. You know, we're all a team. So, um, no, I love it. And I feel like dealing with adults and dealing with kids, two different, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to deal with administration you have to speak and communicate with administration the parents you know you have to work as a team it's not just your decision you make a decision as a team
0: so. well you talked about the triangle right yes. around a kid you know mm-hmm. a parent coach
2: parent coach athlete triangle. athlete triangle yeah. Yeah.
0: um All connected. it's interesting whenever we start seeing different ways that that triangle is growing you know we talk about teachers and influence stuff and I'm going to be honest I didn't think of y'all as mentors to these kids first whenever I think of y'all I'm like okay they're there to protect kids and you know that's the first thing that pops in my head which I know is a huge you know the main part of y'all's job but I love that y'all are taking it that seriously like just as a person in the district and as as somebody who has I don't have kids in district but I do have young kids that if I stay here will be there I love to hear that that is a priority for y'all
3: absolutely some of the best relationships with kids I have are kids that I've unfortunately had to deal with um in a law enforcement matter, whether it's arresting them or, or something. You know, on the streets, a lot of times you come across somebody um, that's done something to get to warrant themselves being arrested. You, you put them in handcuffs, you take them to jail, and that's the last time you have ever you ever really deal with them unless it's to the extent that you're going to testify in court one day. Um, and other than that, you usually don't run into them again. We're in a, we're in a whole different world. Um, I see these kids all day, every day. Um, you know, they get arrested for an assault. They go to the alternative school for about a month. I, I do my best to officer Martins over the alternative school, but I do my best to go over there and see my kids as often as I can. Cause I know they're coming back to my campus and um, that's a relationship that, that I want to build. I, I think a lot of us got into this. If we can just get one kid to realize that they don't have to live their life selling drugs or, um, they don't have to carry an illegal weapon around with them all the time. If we can just get one of them to realize that there's better choices to make, um, be it putting their efforts into athletics or something else, um, that's that's the goal. I mean, almost every kid I've arrested I have said – I've had later in my office um, at one point or time months, a year later um, – and, and we're absolutely mentors to those kids, and we're just we're doing everything we can for them to better that life if, if we can.
7: And, and to give you guys, like, another perspective, you know, um, sometimes I think a chief like, like a Nick Sabin. Think about Nick Saban, how successful he's been with his programs. You know, all of us have been completely sold out in what chief's vision of what this agency is supposed to be. Then we see the guys he, you know, hired to carry out, you know, the teamwork. And then look at Nick Saban and all of the um, assistance he spun out from what he's done. And that's how all of us are on our campus. So, of course, I come to campus safety-minded every day, but I'm thinking about the kid who went home home hungry, um, the kid who has emotional issues, um, just creating a campus culture that when I step foot in my hallway, you know, they know it's business, but I can talk to him at all times. Um, I was speaking with a teacher um, who saw frustration on my face maybe a day and I said, um, you know being a campus officer, you almost have to be bipolar. Um, you're several people. some days I feel like a fireman putting out fires all day stuff that's not criminal, but my presence and my relationships with kids are adults just bring all attention out of the out of the issue. Um, and then you know, I can't come to work and let the kids see I ha- I'm having a bad day. I'm I'm the nuclear energy source to the entire campus. Um, if I'm having a bad day, that reflects on my kids. I need to be able to see my kid and say, first name. I know a lot of them by first name. Yep. What's going on? Come here. I see it on your face. Yeah, And that means a lot because they think a lot about the badge negatively. But then that one instance of... That engagement, positive,
2: they're like, oh, my God, I can't get kids to stop talking to me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, you hear all these guys say, my kids, don't you? Mm-hmm. This is sp- so kids. much <laughs> like, honestly, it is so much like a coaching staff. Yes. It really, it really is. That's what I was about to say.
0: Separate. You know, you, you hit on it. So I was about to say, you know, hats off to, to Chief, because you can tell that something has been built yes. here in a short amount of time. You know, this right. this police department had not been around very long. You can tell something's been built. There's a core – vision expectations there is there is you know that that piece in the middle that everybody agrees with everybody's a part of and there you can always tell with a team of you know athletes whenever all these kids are bought in all these athletes are bought in and y'all are all bought in we can tell i mean just like you're saying it's so much like a coaching staff and it really is and that that mindset of these are our kids is uh, huge well it goes
1: beyond the badge oh yes oh yeah
2: for sure. You can see it. And, and how valuable is that? So, you know, it's, it's valuable on our campus. We know that. They're working to keep us safe. They're, it's valuable at our athletic events. You know, they're there to make sure that order is kept and so on. But how valuable are the ripples? You know, the conversations you're having with the kid that could go either way. It, these are the same things that coaches are doing. You're doing it in a different context. But in the big term of, of, of the long term of that kid's life, in that kid's, growth and graduation into society and the relationships he or she is going to have man what you probably can't put a price on that on mm-hmm. that uh, amount of impact and positive impact and it
0: takes all different types of people to get to one kid you know you never know if you're the first person to be a positive influence or the 20th but being a part of that chain is so valuable and i know that if i ask y'all what's more valuable to you whenever you you know catch a kid and do the safety thing or whenever you impact a kid positively and and I I can tell by the way you're talking about y'all are always talking about the kids and and influencing them. So, um, we we've talked about a lot of the serious stuff, and I've learned a lot about y'all. I've learned a lot about this police you know, department, and that's awesome. But we do have some, you know, well, goofy fun Christmas. You yeah, know, I had a couple of coaches. I
2: said, hey, does anybody want to pose a question? I had a couple that sent questions over for you guys, and anybody can answer this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I ask these, it's just you know, pop in and jump on the mic. But the first question—this actually came—one of you mentioned baseball. This is from Coach Jason Farrow. And I thought this is a great question. We're not—we're we're still on serious business here. Well, he he said, "What is the most dangerous situation you've experienced in the line of duty?" And I, and I think that's a neat um, neat opportunity. Think about the your experiences as as a law enforcement officer. Mm. I see C- Officer Williams <laughs> leaning in.
6: For me. When I was not here at this department, in my old department, um, we had to go, myself and my trainer, we had to go looking for for some suspects. Um, You know, having to draw my weapon, not knowing what's going to happen, you know, like immediately through my mind, like everything just came through my mind as if we was going to, you know, search for those suspects and it's just, you just don't know, you know, but that's what you sign up for. You have a duty, you know, that... You know what you signed up for. So for me, at that moment in time, it's like everything just flashes. Like, well, because you don't know, you yeah. just don't
2: know what's on the other side, right?
6: And so for me, that was a, that was a, you know, that was a moment. So
3: yes, sir. Officer Parton, I saw you leaning too. Uh, for me, the the worst calls are always um, even before I got into before I got into working school based law enforcement, but domestics, especially when there were kids in the house. Um, we're always, always the worst. I remember, I remember one out in East Texas um, that uh, guy had pulled a gun on his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, kids were right there. Everybody was sitting around the kitchen table. He pulled a gun out, um, smacked her in the head with it, um, threatened to kill her, mm-hmm. kill all the kids, um, and, that, and that was rough. They were. Uh, She'd gathered all of the kids um, he had gotten up and gone into the garage um, still had the pistol on him. she dead bolted the door in between the uh the garage and the house, and then called nine one one so when we got there, um, we know there's a guy in the garage intoxicated yeah. carrying a pistol. you could still see the circle on her forehead where he had wow. got her with that the, the so that was rough um. On the flip side of that, we, you know, it ended peacefully. He gave up. Um, we got him in handcuffs, and um, less than a week later, that young lady was at our police department trying to figure out how to drop charges. Really? So mm-hmm. that's just nature of the beast. Um, but, but it's sad to watch that cycle of violence, knowing that those, knowing those kids were, yeah, you know, the kids are sitting there watching it. So, um,
2: and you, so I'm thinking two things there. Number one. Um, how many reminders do we need But of, of, the, of what you guys are signing up? You know, what, what the law enforcement officer is tasked with and is going mm-hmm. to be potentially asked to do on any given day. And then the second just reminds me again of now the environment you're in and how you get to have hopefully a positive influence on, those, on mm-hmm. the young version of, you know, people who have adult issues and adult problems. Mm-hmm. You get to steer them right now, maybe before, Uh, and prevent some of those things.
6: Yeah, speaking of that, um, so I worked in the jail for 13 years, and I worked in a substance abuse pod. Uh, I was able to connect with a lot of guys uh, that sometimes would come back and forth to jail, back and forth, and it's one of those deals where it's like, you know, they know Officer Williams firm, but I'm fair. You can come talk to me about anything. I don't, you know, I won't judge you. And I've met some of the smartest people in jail that just make mistakes Small mistakes. Yeah. You know, just mistakes that on the outside, if they could have had someone to talk to or some type of help on the outside, I mean, extremely intelligent guys. And, you know, that was another thing that made me want to come here to the ISD, like being able to reach kids, because it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. And, you you know, those patterns, they start to get worse over time. Right. You know, it start out small, and then they, they grow. And so, for me, I wanted to be able to just, just like I was able to reach to those, reach out to those adults, but it's already... At that point yeah so coming here if you can see those patterns hey it's it's okay for me to pull a kid aside and say hey i see a pattern yeah okay you need to stop you're not to you know walk away you know that doesn't make you yep. look like you weak that doesn't make you if you see something coming come and talk to us talk to an administrator talk to police officers that's why we're here so i love being able to talk to those kids before because it's if it, you see a pattern It's not going to stop, especially if this kid's thinking it's just going to be a Mm -hmm. three-day suspension or ISS. Like, that's the wrong mindset to have. So, yeah, you know, I I love that part of being able to talk to the
0: kids. How valuable is that to have officers in our district that have seen this stuff, they can go to a kid and say, hey, I'm noticing something. I've seen this before. This is where it ends up, right? And that is having an officer come up to you and tell you that in person would be – I can't imagine that it wouldn't make you at least stop and think about something. So that is, I mean, because our coaches can talk about it and, you know, our coaches are great mentors to a lot of these kids, but, you know, they may not have firsthand experience with something that a kid's dealing with. So to have just another, you know, another person to kind of throw at that kid that has that experience is
2: is huge. It is huge. All right. Next question. This one's from uh, the baseball coach across town. Interestingly, coach Tommy Sparks, here's his question. He posts, will the back the blue sticker on his car, get him out of the ticket. <laughs>
3: probably probably not
2: not okay. for coach sparks anyway not anymore if it ever would before
3: yeah
2: oh i want to ask a question uh
1: piggybacking on that so when you guys do stop someone on a traffic stop what determines i'm giving them a ticket or i'm not is it the attitude of the person driving what is that or is it is the, it the, if you're the in a percentage bad mood, over the
2: speed limit is it what is it Are you Are you asking this question? Are you in a bad mood? You'll be
3: prepared for the next time you.
1: I'm not even going to talk about (laughs) my situation.
3: I will. I will say this. I've almost every stop I've ever made. By the time I've gotten out of the car, I I already have an idea that they're going to get a citation or a warning, depending on the um, depending on the infraction. So, um, I'll tell you. in the 7 years I've been doing this I've had nobody talk themselves out of a ticket. I mean, if you've done something that I've made my mind up that that's something that needs that citation, nobody's talked themselves out of them. A uh, couple of them might have talked themselves into one. So, uh, okay. Good enough. So, <clears throat> 30 years in, and y'all y'all wanted
4: stories. I'll I'll tell you one small story. 30 years in, I'm probably a I don't know, a 3 or 4 year officer small small city in Houston and I pull over a car, and you're talking about how do you how do you get out of it? She's like, I'm really sick. I'm really sick. I'm about to throw up, and I, I'm I've heard everything. Yeah. I'm like, go ahead. <laughs> she let it just go. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, a little eye opening,
2: aren't? You? Have a good day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Coacho. You wanted the
2: magic ticket. Now you there know. There you go. Okay. Uh,
0: so. Just as far as tickets go, I have to tell this one. Um, Mm. My mom's from Louisiana. And for those who don't know, the speed limits in Louisiana are way too slow. It's really annoying. Um, And we had just kind of just crossed over in Louisiana going to visit my mom's family. And um, I got pulled over. And I was going significantly over the speed limit and got a ticket that I had to deal with there. But um, I get pulled over. The guy asked for my license. I give it to him. He looks at my name. He goes, your dad didn't call you? So what are you talking about? He said, I just gave your dad a ticket about two minutes ago.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Because we were driving
0: all there together. And he got he got caught right before me and I Uh. got home. I said, What the heck? You didn't tell me. (laughs) Like like he he yeah. So we both had and it was the most expensive ticket I ever had because I didn't realize the speed limit. You know, I was driving in Texas and I was going seventy five or something, and all of a sudden the speed limit drops down to like fifty five or something. Yeah. So I was going I was going I was already speeding here. So I was definitely speeding there, and yeah. So thanks, Dad.
1: Oklahoma is the worst for that. Like it's seventy-five, and then all, and then it's forty-five. Yeah.
2: You know that's all planned. Right? <laughs> I'm looking around. You know those uh, those places. We know pond? Can somebody answer that? What's a duck
4: pond? We have no control over what the speed limit is at all. It's a city. It's definitely uh well for us it's textile and that's yeah. it's yeah. done by traffic studies and how well, many. Well, what's cars the
1: what's with the speed traps? I mean, why? Well,
4: for some it's it's. Used to be back in the day of generating revenue, but yeah. it doesn't Most anymore. Quote the end of the you, month, we yeah, just yeah. definitely <laughs> do not see. We don't see the money of any of the citations that no. are issued from mm-hmm. from no. us. Not, not one. We're we're supposed to get a, a portion of it, but it's you know what? It's just not even worth it at that point. So we I beca- wonder if we, you
1: do, if you donated money to the blue, do they like you're like checked off. Let them yeah, get away. with that in the system. Well, <laughs> just try it out.
3: Just go for it. I'm not going to tell you if it works or not, but do it. It's not going to hurt. You know that. I will tell you this. If I had any control whatsoever of speed limits, the speed limit in front of Forty High School would not be 55 miles high. I'm with you yeah. on that
0: one. Mm-hmm. I see you out there. all. I drive oh, by there to get my son every day, and I'm but, like, they,
3: we people do go yeah. pretty fast. Y'all well, are standing right there. Yeah, speed limit's 55 when it's not a school zone. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And you know, on early release days like we've got on Friday, the school zone lights oh, don't—they oh, yeah. don't know it's an early release day. So oh, yeah. we'll be standing in front of that school, and yeah, people—we've got our red and blues going, mm-hmm. which also by state law requires you to slow down. And I oh, think yeah, I've seen we'll you get pretty pass. animated out there too. You're like <laughs> like Chris yeah, Tucker a, and Rush Hour. You're not right one of those with your headphones he hit on with dancing his
2: fly flashlight, are you? Uh, been I've been known no, to no. throw a hat or two. I mean, yeah, <laughs> flashlight. <not. laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Well, you know, again, we some of us been here a little longer than others, but there was a time when there was no light. There wasn't a traffic light. Yep, it was mm-hmm. just, it was just s- go for it. <laughs> you just yeah. go for it, pulling out of, the, and it was two lanes. It wasn't mm-hmm. a divided highway. Yeah. I mean, it was a small two lane. But it was still 55. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! And I will say, <laughs> you know,
0: there's there's someone who's a fan of you of y'all's out there. I have a two and a half year old son that whenever I'm coming back, he sees those lights, and every time, he's
3: peace car. Peace car, all right. Like, like yeah, hey, you you pull over in that. Uh, if you pull over in that turn lane one day, and we we'll let him, uh, we'll let him come take a seat in that police okay. car. Okay, all right, oh, right. All right. Pull in, pull into the church right there, and wait for us. Yeah. And when we get done, we'll come over and we'll let him. We'll let him flash them in. I'm going to take
0: you up on that for sure. I mean it. Come all on. right.
2: So everybody here, I'm just going to take it for granted. All your favorite movies, of police academy. Am I right about that? <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the police academy is really a lot like that, right? sure that's what i figured. that's, that's what like. i imagine and and chief you're you used to strike me as a eugene tackleberry kind of guy would you would you identify with that is that nah, would that, say- would,
4: that would definitely be captain uh captain saunders <laughs> yeah there's you know we're we're the law firm of sanders and saunders and he's not here i've got i've got my a team here and he's keeping up the fort just while we're yeah, We're there, mm-hmm. but... Um, he's the Tackleberry, huh? He's definitely Tackleberry. Yeah, I yeah. would say that in a, in, in a heartbeat. I've got a bunch of Tackleberries on our, on yeah. our department. Yeah, well, nah, I, I, you know. They really aren't. I yeah. mean, you can tell just by the way we talk, um, by our actions, by what we do. Um, nah,
2: I'm, Police Academy, it's been a long time. It is. It's yeah. been a long time for me too. Maybe I that'll be on my holiday movie list, maybe. Yeah.
4: And how is Die Hard a holiday movie? I, I, okay. I'm That's start a that.
3: Christmas movie for, for uh, facts. Okay. Yeah. You almost
4: is. dropped a word, which I'm <laughs> no, <it's> really <laughs> proud of you.
0: He,
1: yeah, we don't have to edit. He so, <laughs> so proud. He had Thank you so much. Catch hey. just I feel
2: <laughs> like this <laughs> argument has
0: been had before.
2: <laughs> good. Okay, here's your good one. And I will
0: say the, the 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 guy who directed Die Hard said it's not a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. But why would he not want it to be a Christmas movie? Yeah. Christmas movies get watched every single year. For he sure. will never work a day in his life. Long
2: term, they make way more money.
0: Oh, yeah. Home Alone's a billion dollar movie, and they spent nothing on it. I like, know. Okay. Yeah, so It so, should be a Christmas movie. All right.
2: Movie. You brought it up. So, all right. Um, pick one of the following to be your partner for a day. You ready for this? John McClane, Harry Callahan, Axel Foley, Olivia Benson, Sonny Crockett. <laughs> Why are you laughing at Sonny Crockett? I only know one of them. It's because he's—I know what oh, he's, he's really going to say. He, he totally wants to be—he kind of, only wants because to be if
5: you go in his office, no, there may or may not be a picture with this young man standing beside a surfboard with a mullet. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I knew he was going to go there. Yeah, it's not—it's not posted anywhere.
4: <laughs> no one's ever going to see it. I've seen it. Oh gosh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. I can give you my pick. Oh, go for it. I mean, I'm not a police officer, mm-hmm. but if I was. I feel
0: like any of them are going to make your job harder, honestly.
2: No, I, I, I mean, I could. I mean, Dirty Harry, come on.
0: Yeah, that's the one I'm picking too, but yeah. it's like you would just be cleaning up the whole time. <laughs> no, like, in the movies,
4: they just go back yeah, to work. They don't, don't <laughs> understand there's 17, 20 hours worth of paperwork <laughs> yeah. behind it. Right. So right? Right. So it's yeah, not sure. realistic. And yeah. they should make
0: a movie about that where one of the cops is a stereotypical movie cop and the other one is a real life cop and he's trying to keep up with them. I think that would be really entertaining. <laughs> be be like yeah. do you understand what you're doing to me? Like I
1: Well why don't you say Elliot Ness?
2: Uh
1: was he not a cop?
2: Yeah, I think he was a treasury unto- agent. Yeah, oh, a treasury well, agent well, there okay. you go. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of these I don't know. I Did knew you the f- first two.
5: You I don't only
4: know Axel Foley. Well, Axel Foley's a comedian, so yeah. that's yeah. probably. And Everybody I'm. Everyone Oh
2: yeah, I mean, a great yeah, stuff. Completely good. lighthearted show yeah. and Olivia Benson. That's a, a Law and Order, right? I don't, I don't you know, watch the that. lady on. I don't SVU? watch creepy Law and Order.
1: SVU. SVU. That's creepy. Those Dum-dum. shows. You know, I don't like. I don't like
2: drama
3: like that. I think I'm going off page and picking um, Jackie Chan from. Okay, thank uh, you. What's what is that? Movie? Rush Hour. Oh. Rush Hour. Yeah. That's a Chan. useful for for partner sure right yeah, there. Absolutely. Okay.
2: All right, all right. Anybody? Okay, God. you can go. You can go. Uh, rogue here. Pick one that's not. What about how,
1: um... Shaft? There <laughs> oh. you go.
2: Good. <laughs> what about Miami Vice? Oh, he, those he's are police way officers. Way back. Yeah. That's a classic choice mm-hmm. right there. Sonny Crockett. Yeah, yeah Sonny Crockett. Yeah. Miami Vice. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm Oh, that's a surfboard deal. That's why he brought
4: up the mullet. I want to see that picture.
0: Obviously, yeah. in a former that's going to be the that's going to be the thumbnail for the podcast. That's, is that, that close? How I
1: got here. through college. Wait, which one was Sonny Crockett? I'm Don Johnson? To bet yes.
5: Somewhere in this man's closet is one of those jackets,
2: yeah.
1: slacks, and shoes. The
2: white, the white and jacket. And it, yes, with t-shirt. the
5: sleeves rolled up. There has got to be a photograph of that out there. Probably so. If somebody <laughs> from Houston happens to hear this podcast, please send me that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who can we tag?
2: Yeah. All right. Got another pick for you. Which legendary, know. legendary law enforcement officer? I'm, I'm going to the law enforcement officers I know, so you can, you can tell what I'm doing here. Uh, are you the most like chief? This is your question. Which legendary law enforcement mm. officer? Sheriff Buford Pusser, Marshal Matt Dillon, or Sheriff Andy Taylor?
3: <laughs> Andy. <laughs> Nipper in a bud, Andy, Nipper. in a Andy. Andy Taylor. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I absolutely Did you grow
2: up watching? I, I've watched it every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. I heard a Barney Five comment earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Officer Martin with his bullet. Yeah.
3: It's in it's my pocket, though. Jimmy's got
2: a hole it. <laughs> All right, here's another one. This is a quick answer for you. Which is your favorite, Ponch or John?
4: I, I think... Back in the day, I would say uh, Ponch and I've This says a
2: lot about a person. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a big question. Ba- back in the day. Well, you're giving me PTSD for, for all the questions. <laughs> I think I'm too young for any of these I questions. I know. <laughs> Seriously,
0: there's a bunch of them. I'm like, yeah. really?
2: Well, we're Am I, Chips is too is too old for you guys? Uh, Chips is. Yes. yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. Kenny yes. Martin's in. Yeah, Kenny Martin, Ponch or John? So, Ponch, Ponch is first, and then I think. Ponch, why? Yeah, John is. you got to have a reason. Why? Why Ponch, not Here. John.
4: Cause I think cool I think voice? uh, paunch is sexy, that's why.
1: <laughs> this is a family show <laughs>
2: uh, that escalated
5: quickly. <laughs> no, it's just uh, I don't know. He just was the easygoing kind of yeah, reminds yeah. me of me. Yeah,
2: there you go. I mean, yeah. Eric Estrada, that's cool, where I cool get the Nick Saban from.
7: Yeah, Coke, uh, Chief, and Nick Saban probably just sit back and play golf all day, same <laughs> demeanor. Everything
2: you see, what they think you're doing. They're out there working. You're just you got your feet up on your that's, desk, yeah. looking at your picture of of you with a mullet, <laughs> and they're eating almond toffee. <laughs> that's right. Oh God, thank you. Oh man, what else you got, Addison? Anything oh, else What for did these you guys? have? You have a full list of it. I, I did. I mean, else. I had more of these fun games. I mean, uh, you know, Buford T. Justice or Roscoe P. Coltrane, famous sheriffs with with the middle initial. <laughs> With the middle initial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful for teach us. Yeah. Roscoe P. Coltrane. Oh, I got
0: yeah. it. Roscoe P. Coltrane is one of the great, you know, names. I see a ever. little
2: Kenny Martin. I see a little Kenny be Martin be and Roscoe. in Roscoe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good. Frank Drebin, Lieutenant Frank Drebin or Sergeant Cordell Walker. Now, there's, there's a two sides of a coin. Cordell Walker. Yeah, Walker, Walker Texas, Texas Ranger. Ranger. Yes, ma'am. Who's the other one? Hey, uh, Lieutenant Frank Drebin. That would be from the files of the Police Squad. You, you have to the pick naked, The Naked Gun. Come on, I'm a bigger cop movie yeah. fan than you guys. Hey, are.
0: I, I will say I didn't know his. I didn't know his name, but I love The Naked Gun. because yes. I, I don't. have watched it Greatness. that much, but it's so good.
2: Of course.
0: Yeah. Well, um, you have to pick. I love Naked Gun, but you have to pick Wartex Ranger because they didn't film any Naked Gun in 40. They did film an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger in Forney,
2: How about that? Texas Trivia fans.
0: Mm-hmm. Good friend of mine, um, Forney graduate. His mom was a was a fake bank teller in the background of the episode. So. Did you
2: guys know that? No did not idea. know that. You no. work in the town where an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger was mm-hmm. filmed.
7: It's a big deal. It is. Sound sounds like cowboy. we need to go from boots to cowboy boots. Chief. Maybe yeah.
3: so. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. They're still asking me if I can wear my cowboy hat, Chief. They, they still miss it. We could mm. get a Forney ISD official cowboy hat. hat. <laughs> yeah. They're just going to
4: miss that hat forever.
2: Yeah. I wear it every day. However, if you grow out a mullet, he'll be a fan. Okay.
4: <laughs> well, the mullet's gone. And the rest of the hair is about to go, too. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Are you happy that the mullet's making a comeback? No. No. Not a fan?
4: No. No, I just I couldn't even believe I had one when I. <laughs>
0: So it's not going to be standard uniform. No, no. I'm just
4: thankful that I have hair left for not very long, though.
2: Uh, Sports fans, (laughs) if you would like to meet these officers in person or perhaps Mm -hmm. even come up and shake hands, tell them happy holidays and and that you appreciate them, as we do, uh, you can find them at a sporting event near you. We'll be playing basketball over the break. We're just about to pop with soccer and baseball and softball and track and field and tennis and golf and powerlifting and so on. I'm sure I miss so swim and dive. We are all rolling once we get past the break here and get into January and February. But um, they do support our, our programs. You have heard what an impact they make on our kids And on our campuses, um, and doggone it, they're just an all-around good group of guys and gals. Mm -hmm. We do have a female officer in the district, two female officers in the district. And um, so we just Mm – we we really enjoy working with them, and um, we're very, very fortunate to have them here in our school district.
0: We are. And you started wrapping it up. I had one more question. Oh, you did? I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was curious if you could get, um, you know, any car you want as your squad car. What What are you going to pick?
2: Mm, the bonus question. I mm-hmm. think everybody should have to answer this one.
4: Yeah. All right, Kenny, come over here. You're the racing guru. Uh,
5: oh me, any car.
2: Well, any car. if you say Caprice Anything Classic, you're
5: tackleberry. That's you can for sure. pick
0: the ra- you can pick a Plymouth Roadrunner mm-hmm. Superbird.
5: Well, see, I've driven many a police car mm-hmm. from the. Uh, Four door Caprice, the square body, the four headlight LTD. Uh, about any car, you any need. car. See, that's the problem. You know, I'd be, we'll turn due to my roundness, it. you know, as far, Can as, you a duty,
3: the
5: as, far win, as a so. duty. As far as a duty, no, just give me a nice F 250, FX4. Okay. okay. No it leather. Has to be like a and uh, Texas I'll be fine with that. Okay. If I had to choose, if I could choose any police vehicle, that'd be it. All right. Yeah. You want to be a game question. warden, don't you? That's, That's
1: good a question. good question. You wanna be a game warden? The dream car. <laughs> it does sound like In a case game the one two
0: six that. blows up and we have we have it in the budget to do a dream car giveaway, I wanna I wanna hear everybody's
3: dream car. box. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would definitely be a um up armored Humvee with a Mark 19 <laughs> on top All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now we're cooking. <laughs> yeah.
6: I'd say bulletproof Dodge Charger
7: Hillcat. Okay, okay, there you go. I need the Batmobile from the Dark Knight. Okay, the Tumbler, yeah. Kids like that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: The Tumbler. That's a good one. Those are some great answers. That's the only one with a rocket booster, so that one might be, you know, it's made for, you know, jumping stuff. Yeah, you
2: won't get out of that speed trap, Coach O. Nope.
1: (laughs) Maybe if I'm in a Camaro or something. Nope.
0: Does it have a rocket booster? Stingray Corvette, (laughs) I don't know. All right, well, like Coach Weaver said, we're so thankful that all y'all – Um, Do what you do, and we're thankful for for y'all coming out and being on the show. So, um, you know, make sure that y'all are looking for all of our officers out there at the sporting events. Um, Get out there, support our teams, support our officers, talk to them. They're all nice guys. Um, At least they are on the mic, so we'll see about after. Hey, but
2: if you come to an event, don't mess up. Yeah, don't mess up. You know,
0: they're watching you. That's right. They're always watching. So that is all the time that we have today. We will talk to y'all next week.